Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. You're with the Two Woo Crew here. Today, we've got a bit of controversy to address, but before that, let's just slide back into our usual. You're listening to OMG, the podcast. Welcome back, guys. Welcome, everybody. So, we've got a timely topic today. The right to choose has just been overthrown by our less than screen court here in the States. So we thought we'd riff on that a little bit and throw in some personal experience. Aaron, as the sole male here, what are your thoughts? The person without a uterus. Yes. Well. Speak from your testes, uh, sir. I will do my best. Um, do your bestie. Do my bestie with testes. <laughs> yeah. I think that it is ridiculous that it's always been and still is majority males that make rules and laws and regulations about women's bodies or bodies that aren't their own to begin with obviously as i'm sure all of our listeners have heard you know like when you're on social media i think a lot of the time people especially those who are negative or align with one political party over another or whatever say things or post things or express things that they never would in real life or to someone's face. I think that if you're here and you're listening to this, you're probably an empathetic or at least a sympathetic person. And so I think just being there, um, especially to any to any men or, or people who can't have babies or don't have wombs or whatever, like myself. You got no womb. Be, no womb. No womb here. No womb at the end. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be there for, you know, to people who have had these experiences or are going through these experiences. You know, personally, I have a friend who I drove one time to get an abortion. And I won't go into that because that's not my story to tell. But she did call me once this happened the other day and just kind of was like having a panic attack at the gym. I was like, you know, I haven't really processed this it happened and then i felt like i had to move on and you're the only person i can talk to about it because you knew that it happened and and wouldn't judge me or whatever and so i told her you know i'm always here to listen i can't really like give my own personal perspective because it has never and will never happen to me personally but i think that sometimes the best decision to make as a parent is that you're not ready to be a parent yet bravo and so you can't I mean, well, I say you can't, I guess legally they can, but you shouldn't put your opinions or anything other than support for a person when you don't know how you would respond in that situation. There are so many things that go into having a child, raising a child. Um, And as a teacher, you know, there are plenty of children that I have that I would take it in a heartbeat, you know, that their parents shouldn't be their parents. And they're, you know, social workers that I've read about online or welfare workers who have kids that have to sleep in their offices because we don't have enough foster families or we their parents right. aren't fit to have, you know. So those people who are quote unquote pro-life, what I would ask is, 
whose life and to reframe it and think about it as being anti-choice, mm-hmm. not pro-life. Can right. I jump off? Yeah, two please. This is Alexandra. So I've always been very pro-choice in the sense that I don't know what I would ever do if I was in that situation. But I also feel it's not my right to choose for another woman. Right. And I used to have these thoughts and I'm like, well, how do we make sure people don't abuse it and abuse their bodies? Because if you have a certain number, like you can really damage your inside. And then I'm like, you know what? That's also not my choice. It's not my thing. If you want to and you can afford it and you can do it up to you, but it's not, I shouldn't have to choose because I don't know what I would choose. Mm-hmm. but I want to have that choice if I ever needed it, you know, right, right. or if somebody ever does, because I don't know that it's fair to um, a woman or the child to be forced to go through if certain situations that may be triggering for people. So I don't want to get into them sure. happen. The other thing is a story was like my first internship in college. I was back home for the summer and I was at the Laguna art museum. Every Friday, my boss and I would walk down to the Starbucks see the beach and, you know, and there was a pro-life group protesting, tabling, and they had some rather horrific pictures yeah. out. And oh, yeah. I remember this mom and I give her mad props. She had like a group of children that she was supervising at the beach. and She went up and went off at these people saying, how dare you show these pictures in public? You are at a beach where there's families, like whatever you believe, fine, but like, do not show this in a, like, area where there's families. I mean, that can be really disturbing and people may not have had that conversation with their children yet. Right. And I always kind of get annoyed with sometimes pro-life, not everyone, your opinions, yours, and I totally respect that, whoever, you know, pro-life, pro-choice, um, either which way. But it's like, are people pro-life? And then it's like, once the baby's born, it's like, there's no support system. We don't have right. the foster care. We don't have- The formula know, right now. Formula, yeah. we don't have- you know, it's like, if you're pro-life, you also have to sign up to be foster parents to take in these children. Bingo. And it's just right. like, there's no support on the back end. Okay, you've brought this life into the world at what expense mentally yeah. or physically to other people. Mm-hmm. And e- then and financially. Emotionally, emotionally as well. Emotionally. Yeah. And then financially on the system, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Without mm-hmm. having... It's true. It's like um, this nun, what was her name? But she's a wonderful sister Jones something. So you want a child born, but you don't want a child fed. You don't want a child Mm -hmm. educated. You don't want to give the parental leave paid. You don't want all these things. And right now, like I said, the formula, it just, it's a means to control women's bodies. And that's Mm -hmm. how I personally feel. And can we talk about the fact that you have to have Mm -hmm. a license to literally do everything else in life? You have to be a certain age to drink, drive, rent a car, Vote. And do all of a sudden, you have to have insurance, but there's no license to parent. Mm-hmm. Oh, and as teachers in our group, I think you guys know that not everyone is cut out for that. And by the way, right. we also have a special guest back with us again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone, please welcome okay. us and joining Lisa back from the great state of Texas. Hello. Yeah. Hello. So I was, I just want to say something real quick. I want to get to Lisa. I was reading a post somebody made. Facebook yesterday and somebody was talking about how, you know, it should be a choice. And then this other person chimed in, well, women should be more careful about what they do and they should use birth control and they should do this and this and this. So, and it was a woman speaking and I'm like, okay, well, even if you do all those things, it can still happen. happen. Yeah, Yeah. And also 
she's totally like ignoring all the group of people that, you know, rape, incest, all of those other things that can happen. And then what do you think about the, or what does she think, or you guys think about the children that are born of situations where they're not wanted by their parents? Right. Say they give them away for adoption. They grow up in good homes. But that child always feels that missing piece of like, this is not my parent. And why didn't my parent not want me? A so disconnect. Then, so then you have the mental health issues that also come along with that. Yeah. So they're On thinking both of sides. The yeah. Mom who mm-hmm. yes. gave us yeah. probably for very good reasons. And, and we all know our mental health support system in this country sucks. Yeah. So like what's going to happen with all of that? with all of those people. They're not thinking about the people. They're just thinking about an idea up on their moral high horse. Like this bring makes their tax me, dollars in. They'll yeah, start thinking. Yeah. This makes me better exactly. than you because, you know, you're killing babies. Right. And that really pisses me off. Yes. Well and if you go back to like, you know, ancient history, like the Romans, <laughs> you weren't a person until you were named. So theoretically, if your parents couldn't afford couldn't afford you they could put a baby out in the woods and just kind of yeah. it wasn't or sell it sell it or put it out in the woods and mm-hmm. maybe nature take its course unfortunately I'm not condoning this but like you weren't yeah, a person that. you don't weren't, do that you weren't le- an entity until you had a name right and now we're going back to the, like this all came out of mississippi and the heartbeat law and knowing at 15 mm-hmm. weeks when you can hear a fetus well some women may not know they're pregnant mm-hmm. and right. it's like until it takes its first breath yeah and the point of viability you know can change depending on the state and it's just like even if the baby the fetus is viable i mean think about the medical bills mm-hmm. for yeah. supporting that life as it grows to a place where it can go the child can go home and it's just it's an, it's an incredible and it's i'd love to say it's like it's this or it's this, but it's so nuanced. There and has it, to be just, a gray area for every yeah. intense topic out there. And it's Absolutely. hard because you're like, I'd love to, you know, say, you know, X or Y, or it should be all this or everything. And then you get in down to the nitty gritty and you're like, oh, it's, it's really not this easy to blanket statement. Right. And fix things or right. help people. And y'all, I do want to point one thing out. If you hear panting in the background during this episode, <laughs> no one here is actively giving birth. Um, We have a very needy, lovely, wonderful golden retriever who uh, decided to join us for this podcast. That's our angel. And also, if you hear panting, it could be because we are sipping mocktails. Brenda, Sujin, Jolene, Louise III made delicious watermelon, jalapeno, lime mocktails. Emphasis on the jalapeno. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She left the seeds in and our mouths are on on fire. We all going to be thanking Brenda Sue tomorrow morning on the toilet. On the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) On a Monday. And on that note, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk to Lisa and hear what she has to say about this. Sounds great. Ciao, Bella's. Be right back. Hi, this is Chandra. Brenda and I would like to invite you as part of our podcast community to join us on either Facebook or Instagram Live each Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern U.S. time, where we give free oracle readings for fans of the show. Just follow us on our OMG podcast Facebook or Instagram page. You can post or DM us your questions there each week with the hashtag WooWooWisdom, and then tune in at 11 a.m. each Friday on our page to watch your free reading. If you can't join us live, don't worry. You can always catch it on the replay. This is just our way of saying thank you for being part of our WooWoo family. Hope to see you this Friday. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, everyone. We are back from our little break. Had to go spit out some jalapeno seeds. <laughs> but I think <laughs> we're, we're all right. fire. Either way. <laughs> So we are back, and now I am delighted to introduce, or reintroduce, because she's hung out with us before, my BFF of approximately 42 years. Her name is Lisa, and she's got a couple of things to say on the topic, because this morning she made a very, probably cathartic and sensitive Facebook post, and I'm going to let her have her say about this whole topic. So take it away, Lisa. Thank you for having me again. I am a walking contradiction from Texas. (laughs) I am pro-choice, but I don't necessarily encourage abortion. I believe in the death penalty and the right to bear arms. While I'm wearing my burning sage t-shirt and my Jesus necklace with my crystal bracelet. She contains (laughs) multitudes, people. (laughs) I I would like to just interrupt for just a second. Uh This is Alexandra again. It is sometimes so hard. We always want to be on, you know, whatever your moral right side is. And it's just like, but we are all walking contradictions. And can we just love and appreciate that fact that if somebody judges you for that, that's on them. That's on them. And also they don't have their own shit figured out. We all learn and grow and we can, and you can change your opinion. Mm -hmm. Please know that's possible. So I just wanted to talk about when you said walking contradiction, I'm like, celebrate that. Yes. (laughs) I I do. And it took me years to celebrate and appreciate that about myself. Cause how hard is it when people like, no, you have to be right. Blanket statement, you know, all the way. And and I refuse to be because absolutely, but I am, however, a woman who's had an abortion. 34 years ago and I'm still emotional and it's because growing up I thought I was meant to be a mother and I was going to be a mother and at 19 I got pregnant by someone I was seeing and it was not meant to be there was nothing no love that could have been brought into this child's life by both parents maybe by me my best friend who's sitting here encouraged me to have the baby while my other best friend encouraged me not to have the baby. My mother wanted me to have the baby. And at 19, I was so worried about shame being an unwed mother and said, I knew it was not time to be a parent per your quote earlier. Aaron. So the biggest gift I could have given was not to bring a child into this world at that time. I also know in hindsight that if I had become a mother at 19, I would have never gone to college. 
and changed the lives of thousands of kids as a teacher. I sacrificed one, quote, child for thousands. And that has given me peace when I start to beat myself up. I'm also a woman who, at 41, decided it's time to be a mother. So I went through artificial insemination three times and lost three times. The only thing that it gave me was cancer from the fertility drugs. Another part to all of this is, with my body, I chose not to continue chemo. There is so much more to this hot topic than abortion. Yes. I do not want to ever live in a country where I would have been forced to go through chemo. Yeah. That's a choice I got to make with my body too. One of my siblings told me that I was being punished by God because I had an abortion. Wow. They too had an abortion, but they weren't worried about their sins. (laughs) Catholic. I have been told by former co-workers and friends that I would I should never be a mother because I was not trying to get pregnant naturally, but wow. artificially. There are so many people judging us, and I put a post out on my Facebook page because I want everybody to know that they love someone that's had an abortion, mm-hmm. and they don't know it until today. Yep. We all love someone or know someone, even though we don't know it, that's had an abortion. Yep. The hardest part and the most emotional part of the whole journey is not giving my mother, being her only child, her only birth child, a grandchild with her own DNA. That's been my, if I have to say the word regret, which I hate to use, I would use that word. However, I have given her pride for me and about me and many other avenues. I would not encourage a loved one to have an abortion, but I would let them hear my side of it, my experience, and let them choose from then. And I, if I had to drive them to a blue state now, I would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if a man was told he couldn't do this with his body, it would, all hell would be breaking loose. Absolutely. So, I guess the whole point of me getting to speak on this topic and being in this state on this day is to say that you know, you love someone who's probably had an abortion. You definitely know someone who has, and you just don't know it. I wish I could have been a mother. That wasn't my journey or my path this lifetime. When I get Reiki, I have a Reiki person who constantly was telling me there's a dark, empty spot on your, is it sacral, you say? Sacral. Sacral. And I finally had to let them know it's, I had an abortion. And I never would have thought years ago I would have to tell complete strangers this because of this. So there is a dark, empty spot in me still. But when I hear from former students who got jumped out of a gang or are proud parents or got to marry her love of her life and both women are parents now and I saved her from suicide, whatever 
the one life I gave up saved so many others. And that's what I'm proud of. And you were a mom to them. And I was a mom Mm. to them. So that's really, I didn't mean to get so emotional. But again, you don't know what people go through. Exactly. And you don't know what they hold on to. Mm -hmm. And for the government to tell us, I'm going to force you to do this because of my belief, even though I'm not going to help you raise this child, I'm not going to help you do such and such. Or force the man to be responsible. Or ever force the man to be responsible. There's a lot more to this topic. So much more. Yeah. Thank you for letting me be heard. There was a story my mom told me about somebody she knew in school and it's it's not my story. So I don't feel right telling it, but it was just, it was kind of Cam said, forcing the man to be responsible. And it mm-hmm. kind of was that situation and it did not work out well for anyone. So it's just like, again, there's no right or wrong answer to anything or there's no perfect right answer to everything. But, but all to back children up, should be wanted. Yeah, they should be. And to back up what Lisa said, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourself. And don't judge somebody for why they did or didn't do something. Because mm-hmm. so, just like Lisa said, every single one of us in the room, and now all of you listening, know of someone who's had an abortion, whether you know it or not. So, you know, I think... I was watching um, Joanna the Healer. I think we've talked about her before. Um, love this, her. Love her on YouTube. If you have not checked her out, please do so. She is a channeler, an energy healer. And I was watching one of her videos recently, and Brenda talks about this in her newsletter this past week, about this energy of control, mm-hmm. um, kind of like a universal energy. And it is not... The irony is not lost on me that the same week that Joanna the Healer is talking about a universal uh, energy of control, Roe versus Wade is struck down in the Supreme Court, and that concealed carry. The open carry or concealed carry? Oh, is it open carry? Not sure. Gun laws. We'll put it that way because I'm mm-hmm. not very informed. Gun laws changed in states where it used to be illegal to either open carry or concealed carry. Not sure, but. It, all goes back to control, right? Over people's bodies or Mm -hmm. their right to bear arms or whatever. And it's people wanting to make us feel small and make us feel limited and make us feel restricted in our human bodies and our human experiences. And And at each other's throats publicly arguing over these topics. Well, Brent Sue here and I got something to say about that. (laughs) Go ahead, girl. (laughs) So I was cleaning house and if any of y'all know me you know i had that vacuum cleaner out at least every other day yes, <laughs> she does. So i was cleaning house yesterday i had written this the newsletter on control because it had really come to the forefront in the readings that we did during the summer solstice and then listening to joanna the, the healer her video and she talked a lot about control issues if you suffer from those which I know I do um, comes from the mother line of the family, which I thought was really interesting. And I totally resonated with, but I was clean. I was thinking about this control and, you know, with what had happened with the overturn of Roe versus Wade. And I feel like, like we see this microcosm of what this control is right now, whether it's guns or whether it's, you know, what women can do with their bodies or 
even like here in our community, they don't want certain housing here. So that's a, mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. way of controlling too, mm-hmm. who can live here. What kind of fence can you have? Exactly. Yes. So it's all these like little tiny controls. And I feel like this is all such a bigger picture yes. than any of us are seeing. Mm-hmm. And if they can divide us, because so much has divided us lately, whether it's been Black Lives Matter, abortion, gun rights, COVID I mean, masking. COVID masking, you know, mm-hmm. vaccines, you name it. Yes. I mean, we have been divided down mm-hmm. the middle. And when we are divided, then we can be conquered. And if we would just mm-hmm. like put those things aside, like let's just love each other. Like you go get an abortion if you need to. You go have a gun if you need to. Just yep. don't go shoot up a school. Like yeah. there should be rules around yeah. who can have what kinds of guns, obviously. Right. But if everybody would just mind their own damn business and do their own thing. Work on your own karma. Yeah. And let us just all like be united in that we care about each other as human beings. Then they would have no control really. Well, I've got a couple of three points on that too. I'm going to go down the line. (laughs) So backing up, you said it's all more interconnected than we thought. And And that's a great point. And Lisa said, you said this earlier, this affects not just abortion but it it affects other areas and i think sometimes it is like you said looking at the microcosm it is so hard to see how one area affects externally because it all really plays into each other and i mean if you can see that i mean that's incredible but most people can't too when you said just love each other i think that actually it's harder than that i would love to say that but i think it has to do with love of yourself that's true and if you love yourself you're I feel like you're more willing to accept others for where they're at. Yeah, and so I sometimes when we divide yeah. other people or put them into a box, it's, it's like because protection. we we are uncomfortable in ourselves mm-hmm. and we haven't dealt with that stuff. And I'm like, also, you were talking about control, right? Mm-hmm. Now that you've talked about it, do you feel perfect at it? No. Right. So like there, there should <laughs> be this expectation of, yeah. oh, well, I, I've worked on it for 10 minutes right. and suddenly... Right. I am perfectly great with this class in control. <laughs> no, I mean it's a daily it's a daily choice. It's a daily, you know, sure. practice. Yeah, I talked about in the newsletter is baby steps. Right, baby steps. You do oh, the little absolutely. things and as you do more, more of those than, little things, it gets easier to let go of the right. need to control. Yeah. Right. I've been doing I think you guys have heard me talk about I my sister has a Peloton bike and I really like Peloton. I've been working on some programs, training programs, and one of the instructors says he doesn't like the phrase practice makes perfect. And I would have to agree with him. So he changed it to practice makes permanence. Mm-hmm. If you keep mm-hmm. practicing, it becomes a permanent habit. And I think perfect That's good. has a cap on it. And I'm of the mindset that we should never stop growing, never stop changing. Mm-hmm. So by putting a cap on it, it means that there's some ultimate we're supposed to reach. And that's just, to me, not true. So I like that practice makes permanent. And there was like a third thing I had and it's completely gone. Pew! Past my mind. But yes. yeah, again, be kind and work on yourself because it's, it's, I think it's easy to judge other stuff because oh, it takes, we don't have to think about ourselves. And yeah. it's, yeah. that's, oh, a I'm a Virgo. I know this well. <laughs> it's a distraction from actually yes. looking at our own shit. Yeah, and absolutely. if we worked on our own stuff, maybe we could treat others better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. We'd be more compassionate, more understanding, mm-hmm. more open because we've seen our own shit and we've worked mm-hmm. on our own. Right. Yeah. Or if we could even see ourselves like other people see us, mm-hmm. you know, I think that'd that make a huge difference. So hard. Yes. Shocker. We're not all on the same journey or path. No. Right. And one size fit all does not in any area, diet, health, 
right choices religion faith belief it mm-hmm. doesn't work right and i think if we let go of that idea which is so hard i think because it's comfortable oh that was the other thing having you're talking about microcosms of restriction and like all these things it can be too confining but i think having no rules is almost right. it's too much so having yeah. some boundaries right. is a good thing Balance. but having too many is like we're at each other's throats. Right. Yeah. And There's a happy medium. So I'm just going to say one thing. The patriarchy is scared of us women. Oh, they are yes. always trying to suppress us and we are ready to rise up y'all. Mm-hmm. So they should that. be scared. And on that note, Aaron. Yes. So, <laughs> so back to the point earlier about um, seeing ourselves as how other people see us. I wrote this yesterday after uh, my friend called me from her panic attack that had the abortion. And I sent her um, an older photo of probably four or five years ago, we were just like sitting, hanging out. And I wrote this for her. This woman is a mother, a mother to plants, a mother to a dog, a mother to a business, a mother to ideas, a mother to physical, emotional, and energetic healing, a mother of plant medicine, a mother who chose her own freedom and happiness by severing alcohol from her life. A mother to those closest to her. I will never forget the kind, reassuring words when I was either too high or too drunk in college. And she would make everyone pancakes or a snack with seemingly nothing but a few eggs and magic. She is a mother to belly laughs and the definition of joy and compassion. She is a mother of care and calm and self-reflection. She is her mother's daughter, carrying on her legacy of leaving a print on every person that she meets with her infectious smile, good time laugh, incomparable beauty and facing her fears head-on and white-knuckled. She is a mother of conflict resolution and always seeing the good in people, the mother of giving people the benefit of the doubt, the mother of the golden rule. She always treats people how she wants to be treated and loves thy neighbor. She is a mother because, just as grounding is Mother Earth, she is a force of nature, and I wish that every person on the planet had or gets the opportunity to know this mother's love because there is no other like it. Guys, there is not a dry eye. In the house. Oh, thank oh you. man. That is so every woman Aaron. needs to hear that. Yeah. On behalf of every woman, thank you, Erin. Mm-hmm. And closing out now. Love so to you can, all. We all got to go get our tissues. We will see you next time. If you liked this content and want to support us, please go ahead and subscribe wherever you listen. Go to our YouTube. Leave us a comment and a review. We'd love to hear your opinions and thoughts. And um, again, just be kind to each other and to yourself. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.